0: Did you hear the train, Kyle? I heard like a little bit of something, but I didn't I don't know what it was. That horn might blow again. Oh, there it
1: is. A little low one in the distance.
2: Oh, oh. Why is our train like haunted?
1: All trains are haunted. Okay, that's true. Yeah. That's how they run. It's yeah. on ghosts. Tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Raid pass band aids. That
2: PokéStop is illegal.
1: Week two is anything but weak.
2: D to the oxus
1: And more on this episode of GoCast. hello and welcome to GoCast episode 62 it's september 10th my name is chris i'm joined this week by ness hello and kyle hiya how's it going everybody hey ness hey you're back yeah it's good to hear from you thanks how's it been it's been it's been yeah. <laughs> it's been that's, 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 that's uh, the
0: best answer
1: and it's been longer than one week, so we can't even make that joke. I know. Ah, bummer. Anyway, <laughs> before we actually dig into that and talk about weeks, I just want to, you know, acknowledge Ness. She's here. We're thrilled. I am here. A big shout out to our newest patron, Yee Yee. I'm so sorry if I pronounced it incorrectly. Yeah, send yeah, me yeah. an angry, I don't know, send me an angry yeah, message. Yeah. yeah, I think it's <laughs> Yee or yaya yeah, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. Correct us. I want to get it right, darn it. (laughs) So please send me an angry email or a neutral one, well reasoned email. I'm okay with those two. But anyway, thank you so much for joining our Patreon. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show. Um, And I also do want to remind you guys that we are donating all of our Patreon proceeds for this month as well as last month to the National Park Foundation in conjunction with 500 Raids of Summer. More on that in just a moment as well. All right, cool. As promised, let's dig into our weeks and talk about our goals. Ness, it's been a while. I'm not going to hold you accountable for a goal that you set like a month ago.
2: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but what I will hold you accountable for is telling me how Pokemon was on your trip.
2: It was good. So some listeners figured out I was sending gifts from my location, so you could see kind of where I was on that. It was a little, bit of,
1: does, a little
2: bit of Carmen San Diego, I, I think. But yeah. I had a really great trip. Um, it was... A lot of no reception, so a lot wow. of not playing Pokemon. Um, I did get a couple of interesting Pokemon. I got a Lucky uh, Zangoose from one of our friends. And then, Ooh. yeah, Lucky 98% Zangoose. Yeah, that was cool. probably the
1: first screenshot you've sent me in a long time. I was
2: like, uh-huh. what? Yeah.
1: Come on. <laughs>
2: and then got a bunch of um Chattot?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Chateau. yeah. Um, some Blue Shellos some other interesting things like really high level cherums and but yeah it was a lot of fun um i had a really great time and it was a good vacation
1: well glad to hear it glad that you're back safe it was two weeks it was two weeks i didn't know what to do with myself yeah and Felt like um, an eternity I know. it kind of did it kind of <sighs> did but anyway welcome back safe and sound thank you all that stuff and uh thank you for my chat hot.
2: you're welcome you're the best did did i give you that blue shallows yet
1: no. Okay, I'll get that to you. We're going to line up some trades we tonight. Do. We do. <laughs> Very excited. Okay. Kyle, your turn. Let's talk about some goals. Okay. So for you, you were focusing on PDP friendships for like our Discord for our competitive stuff. Yes.
0: How did that go for you? I succeeded. Although I haven't hit ultra with anybody because they were all like eight or nine days away. So I've got three friends all one day away right now. And then like two more that are two or three days away. So just about done with the majority of the people. All right. Okay. So I think it was successful.
1: Excellent. And then your next goal, let's see, besides that, 200,000 Stardust. I think that was
0: it. It was a pretty light goal week for you. Yes. I did get that. And I also promptly spent it in preparation for PVP and other stuff. So. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Feels bad sometimes.
1: You know, um, that's the point of these goals. Actually, sometimes we just don't hit them. It just seems more often for not than uh, for some of us, (laughs) myself included. Was there anything else before we get to that? Is there anything else uh, that you want to share about your week? Any fun
0: catches? This has been quite the week for spawns and, you know, hatching. There is something and it has nothing to do with anything that's actually going on. I hatched not one, but two shiny baby Pokemon this week.
2: Oh, oh my! I do? hatched
0: a shiny Smoochum, and then like four eggs later, I hatched a shiny Bonsly.
2: Oh, that's nice. So, shiny I, babies.
0: I was really happy about that. Shiny babies are are really awesome. So,
1: I also like uh shiny Elicid, which is one that's eluded me. Yes. that's a good looking. That's a good looking baby. <laughs> okay, so for myself, Kyle, you ready? Nest yeah. also buckle up. <laughs> you don't here. know what the goals Thanks. I set were, so nice. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I told myself I was going to get ahead on 500 raids of summer. Yeah. I wanted to get a plus 10 margin ahead of schedule. (laughs) And so as we've been sitting here, I hadn't done all my math. So I've been crunching it. What my goal needed to be as of today was 415.54. There's only like what? Oh, my gosh. There's 13 days left, including today. Oh, my God. Of 500 raids of summer. Um, I need to be at 415 and a half. I'm currently sitting at 429. Oh, good. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. Now, I'm not thrilled about how I made that happen. Ness is very aware about how I've been pulling my hair out this past like week trying to figure out how am I going to shove these things in? It's true. He's also- bald. I came down with like a bug this weekend. I went downtown on on Saturday for a little bit. I was going to, I was like, okay, I'll go downtown for like four hours. I'll knock out a bunch of Pokemon raids and stuff like that. I got downtown. I got off the train. I walked all the way to Millennium Park, which then is I like the central part. Yes. And then I sat down on a bench and I fell asleep. No. <laughs> yes. I did like four or five raids on the way there, whatever. And then I woke up. I'm like, oh, maybe I should go home and take some medicine and go to bed. So that's yeah. what I did. Uh, yeah. So the past couple of days, I've been feeling better. I did 16 raids yesterday, and I did 12 raids today. Yep. Wow. My new strategy, methodology, whatever you want to call it, is get up really early and go before work. Really? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like Yes. Awful. I've been leaving the house earlier, and I've been hitting like four on the way.
2: Oh, I've been sleeping through that. Yes. Yeah. I feel like.
1: <laughs> yes. As any sane so. person would. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Luckily enough, we have uh, plenty of gems around. Anyway, enough about that. So I did actually do that one. I wanted to get 200,000 Stardust. I think I actually got like 150 this week. Not too bad. I wasn't really focusing on it, but did not get that one. And then I left myself open. I said, hey, shiny Sentret or shiny Gligar. And you mm-hmm. know what I got? What? A shiny Neither. Whalmer. <laughs> a shiny stinking whalmer yeah i also need to trade to you because it was during my yep. my chicago sick trip right before yep. i like passed out i caught him yep what wow. was his name oh we're gonna name him plague yeah plague plague, plague the whalmer plague yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> so besides that uh nothing too crazy although i would weigh that as a pretty crazy week yeah um, that's
0: pretty crazy
2: yeah okay.
1: Not as crazy as some of the news items we're about to hop into here. Let's move on to the news. All right, so first things first, is like kind of a correction, but one of our Discord uh, users, Catherine. Hey, Catherine, thank you very much for pointing this out to us. Last week, we did report that uh, the Flower Crown Eevee, while it was in the research breakthroughs, which we've already had our, our dish about. Hey, Ness. What? How do you feel about Flower Crown Eevee and, and breakthroughs? I don't care. Okay, wow. That's...
2: Were, were you a anticipating very, a different answer? Well, I don't no. know.
1: Like well, Kyle and I are like upset about it. Okay. I mean, like
2: oh, like I'm I I don't care about Evie as it, like that's a really ridiculous research breakthrough. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not. That's I'm not. Right. No, yes. I'm not excited right. about it. Now if we're, it's on okay. we're, we're on
1: board. Okay. Sorry. I was focusing
2: more on the fact that all of our news titles here on our notes are really clickbaity. What
1: <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I was in a mood when I was writing these notes.
2: Apparently. Don't
1: mind them. Just like I'm this interested is for me. in
2: these topics because <laughs> they're very clickbaity. <laughs>
1: we'll read them. We'll
2: read them when we get there. What what's this news topic called? Flower Crown deceit. Right.
1: <laughs> You've never seen this in Pokemon Go before. I caught this Pokemon. And then blow out my phone or whatever. Anyway. So we did report that Flower Crown Eevee, in addition to being in research breakthroughs. Um, which by the way, Ness, you haven't played for a month, but I just felt some validation right there. Okay. That you were like, yo, that is, you guys are right. <laughs> I have been playing.
2: I have been playing. Right,
1: that's true. You and I just haven't had a I chance just to haven't talk been around. About it for a while. Yeah. But we also said that they were hatching uh, out of five K eggs and for the Evolve a Pokemon research task. But after like the first day or so, those those reports kind of like stopped. So uh, we cannot say any longer that they are in 5k eggs or the evolve a Pokemon research task. That's not to say they won't be added back later or something like that, because some stuff has been kind of wonky in Pokemon go this past week. We'll get to most of that throughout this show, but it's hard to cast a a wide enough net because it's been kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So uh, thanks again, Catherine for pointing that out. We want to make sure that you guys have, of course, accurate information and such. So, there's that. I guess an official retraction. Yeah. Wow. There you go. The next one is called "Oops Raid Passes." <laughs> I wasn't going to read these, but you—you
2: you have out to now because <laughs> like they're <it>? just so <laughs> bizarre. Oops raid
1: passes, and this information is, as most of our information is, from GoHub. So there were a couple of weird things that happened uh, this week. First and foremost was that this past week when Suicune, Raikou, and Entei were put in raids, not all of the shiny forms were available. So here's the three-step process that Go have put together to kind of like encapsulate the, uh, the frustration. So number one, announcements leading to the event stated that all three shinies, Suicune, Raikou, and Entei uh, would be available from raids. This led to players spending money on rain passes and Shiny hunting those three beasts, but only Raikou was available for a period of time, which is kind of a bummer. As a result, players were quite angry with the situation, understandably. According to one source from uh, Pokemon Go's Discord server, there was a group of players who only wanted Shiny Suicune. It was nowhere to be found. Of course, we can all kind of relate to that. Sure. Right? That makes sense. And then Niantic put out this tweet. I will read verbatim. Due to previous issues impacting trainers... (laughs) encountering certain pokemon during raids certain pokemon
2: <laughs> quote I unquote
1: wonder, i wonder which ones <laughs> right it must have been all those murkrow and centred i've been raiding this week. <laughs> oh, man. from 9 7 1 p.m to 9 8, 1 p.m so it was this past weekend you can receive up to two free raid passes per day thank you and we apologize for the inconvenience now, for many players that were probably most upset about this, because if you just, you know, use your free daily raid passes, you probably didn't even notice a difference in the shiny rates. because how could you in a few days? But if you're the sort of person that spent $100 on these things, this is not, I would imagine, a, a reasonable compensation. I don't think so. No. You know? uh, so, I mean, and this also means that if you if you just use one free raid pass, Or you have you don't raid on the first day and the second day you only get three you don't even get the four still you know what I mean because the way that the raid passes work right so I'm kind of interested to hear what you guys have to say about this Kyle what do you think you think this is you know too little you think this is an appropriate response what's going on here
0: I mean it's a mess up and it's kind of silly they won't even say outright what was messed up on top of the basically no compensation let's be honest they're just acknowledging that it happened for some people they probably spent 20 raid passes over the course of those two days or whatever it was and they're compensated with two effectively
2: not just that but all the time that they wasted yeah you know trying to go for that certain shiny i know at work we had polls going um in our channels for which legendary dog did you want to go see if they popped up um for our lunch raids and stuff and it was it was never the ones that we wanted, obviously. Yeah,
1: I'm curious which one was the most popular in your office.
2: Um, I think it was Entei.
1: Really? Yeah, that surprises me. I was I was gonna put money on Raikou. Mm. He's yeah. the most meta relevant. I saw that argument popping around yeah. as far he's like the most future proof electric type attacker. I
2: think it was Entei. Um, um but either way, Entei's I mean, pretty- a lot of people went out to grind those Pokemon and didn't get the one that they want. So you know, wasted so many days trying to get the correct Pokemon. They're not even gonna be given a way to make those up either that just doesn't really make sense
1: right and but the only the only really downside here is just the shiny version i mean they were still around in rates the the rates were just fine you know you got the
0: rewards all the same but but there's this there's a perceived value in doing a raid that has a shiny chance versus one that doesn't and you know nobody's doing that sweetcoon raid unless it had a shiny chance
1: right yeah or unless you have to do 500 raids in the yes, summer, you don't exactly. care what it is. Yeah, I, I was trying to play devil's advocate
0: here, but I really can't think of a, a suitable foothold. You know what I mean? Yeah. That said, I'm not expecting Niantic to give people 20 free raid passes like that. It's a, it's a logistics nightmare on how you actually implement something to appease somebody in this kind of mess up situation. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So...
1: Yeah, I guess I can say that I'm happy they did something and that they acknowledged it in the first place because they didn't really have to, you know. Let's move on to the next Clickbaity title in their news. Objection, Pokemon Co. lawsuit. (laughs) Okay, so there is a lot about this. To be transparent with you guys, we have 12 bullet points in our notes. We're not going to read all of it. We're just going to read bits and pieces of what this means. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. Let me give you a little bit of context stops being in places that people don't want them to be, right? How do you handle this? How do you handle public areas or, you know, uh, differentiate between areas that aren't public or private or aren't appropriate to play at uh, certain times stuff like that. So it, it did reach an agreement and here are some of the things. There's a lot more to it. And then we'll talk about some of the craziness that was around this, the buzz that happened when the news broke about this, the headlines were rather sensational. Let's just say that. Uh, So here are a couple of these bullet points to give you an idea about what we're talking about here. So Niantic now has a legal obligation to respond and resolve Pokestop removal requests within 15 days for 95% of cases each year. So these are things that they, you know, in the settlement that they basically had to agree to Uh, Niantic has to remove Pokestops, which are on or within 40 meters of a single family residential property. This removal has to occur within five business days of being acknowledged or agreed to. Let me skip around here. Niantic has to maintain a mechanism where park owners can request working hours for Pokestops placed inside the park. We've actually seen things like this before. It was just in very special occasions. This applies only for parks that request this change via the proper park administrator. There's all these different rules and regulations with these things and, you know, caveats. Pokestop reviewers have to increase scrutiny regarding any point of interest that may be located on or within 40 meters of a private single-family residential property. I love all this law lingo. It's sick. Uh, Niantic agrees that it shall manually review a statistically significant percentage of new point-of-interest submissions via a Niantic employee or contractor for the principal purpose of trying to avoid... Points of interest that are more likely to lead to issues with nuisances or trespassing. Okay, so there's like five of them, but they're all kind of like this. You, you see where this is going. The point being is that there were headlines out there that were like, hey, this is what's happening, and it made it sound like this was going to apply to all currently existing poker stops and stuff like that. Well, we're here to tell you, don't fret. These are kind of like on request. So your Pokestops around your neighborhood aren't going to disappear unless somebody requests that they be removed, and they're not going to request that they be removed unless you're causing a problem.
2: What happens if you get one of those angry neighbors that just hates Pokemon Go and tries to remove everything? Then like, you have to deal with it. Is there a system in place to keep, you know, malicious intent away from this kind of I thing? I
1: think the, the I think the phrase "reasonable request" was okay. used somewhere in here. They are requests. The respondent resolve. They have they have a legal obligation to respond to resolve Pokestop removal requests. That doesn't mean that they
0: have to do them all. They can deem them as probably like, no, like you're just being mean. Yeah. And also it is very specifically single family residential property. So it's got to be someone's house or apartment. Right. It can't be like an apartment complex either. So it is very limited to what it's talking about. It's not like super general.
1: Right. Um, So uh, what do you guys think? I mean, yes, this is not cause for worry, but do you think it could be in the future?
2: Well, I mean, what I was like, I was saying, you know, having people maliciously trying to take them down because, you know, they don't like Pokemon Go or they don't like the gathering of people. I can see that happening. And I think Niantic will have its handful with those kinds of cases. But I think it's really reasonable. I mean... As maybe like a parent of young kids, maybe it makes you nervous to see, you know, a bunch of teenagers, adults, whatever, huddled out on your driveway, you know, at like seven o'clock at night. And I think it makes a lot of sense to have um, working hours for the parks just because, you know, it's not a great idea to be in a park after sunset or before sunrise. Um, Right. And it, it can cause a lot of issues with the local police trying to figure out if there's issues in the parks or not with gatherings of people. And, you know, if it's just Pokemon, then that's wasted resources for police to come out and try and check on that so that makes a lot of exactly. sense to me and,
1: and they already they already make an effort yeah. to, to this end with raids i mean raids have a cutoff time i mean it, they recently changed us i think to eight it was from seven it's now eight i think around here and so you know th- this isn't we're not unfamiliar with this stuff this right. isn't new this isn't scary yeah. if you remember that that thing that popped up in rage it's like hey remember to be courteous there's people around you also
2: that- when people were like walking off of cliffs when Pokemon first came out when Pokemon yeah, came I mean, out. They're like, watch you know, where you're going. Observe that's, your that's surroundings. That's like own
1: fault, though. We were like calling the herd. I think in I know, early but that, days. that
2: was that was where that error message came from, where it said observe your surroundings because people are walking yeah. into traffic, they were climbing into power plants, falling off of cliffs.
1: Yes, yes, but but that new that what I was saying that new message that came up about being courteous to other people. Yeah, that's going to be on rotation and stuff now, and that showed up. It, it was in response to this. Mm-hmm. They just want to remind you to not be rude. <laughs> That's fair. That's pretty much it. And this that is fair. Uh, Kyle, anything to say about this before we move on?
0: Not really. I think it's just it's an overall expected thing to happen unless I'm mistaken. I don't think single family residence or single family property is supposed to be an acceptable point of interest that you could submit as a portal anyways. Right. So because the fact everybody they, would
2: submit their house. Exactly. Yeah.
0: The fact they can, they've been approved is already a flaw in the system. So sure. I mean, there just, are people
1: that sneak things through. They're like, okay, yeah. like I live in an apartment complex. Let's just say where there's like an interesting like structure or sculpture or something that's like really close to your front door. You can tag that. And then somebody can then report it. Like, actually this is next to my front door. So no, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and in that case, you really can't blame that person. Right. So cool. All right. Well, we're past the clickbaity titles. It's it's time to, to return to a level of normalcy. Uh, let's talk about what's going on this week, because it is crazy. Ultra bonus week two, baby. Here we go. It's running from the 9th through the 16th. We're in the midst of it right now. What features, you say? Well, cancel regional Pokemon will hatch from 7k eggs. This is the second time this has happened. But it's the first time that the shiny Cantle regional Pokemon are available. Mm-hmm. And as Kyle and I were unsure about last week, they are definitely available in the wild as well. Yes, it's very are. exciting. Yes. Um, additionally, all Deoxys forms will be available through tier five raids. I'm happy to say that I was able to do an attack form today with minimal help from very low level friends. It's very easy. Apparently you can solo him. Have not done that, but be pretty fun and then there is the carried over feature from last week. And I do believe it also carry through next week, half patch distance from your incubators. So keep on incubating. There's also some interesting new uh, boosted spawns during this. uh, Absol, Mawile, Alolan Vulpix, and Alolan Santru. Hmm. In addition to a host of other like rare spawns, uh, well, rare air quotes, um, like I've been seeing Finians and, uh, Beldums, Onyx, stuff like that, kind of all over the place. It's very exciting. Have you guys seen any fun spawns as of, well, yesterday and today, I suppose?
2: Not really. Not on my uh, own.
0: Outside of the Finians and uh, the rare Onyx that I've seen around, I haven't seen anything. Yeah,
1: there's been some really cool um, reports. It was just very interesting Pokemon. Like, I saw a Golduck out in the wild today, which I know wasn't super special. It's just, you know, fun spawn. You Don't see every day, um, but there's also been a shakeup to the raid bosses. Yes, this is relevant. Uh, let's see what happened here. What's the damage in tier one? We've got Shuppet, Murkrow, Duskull, and Shinx. Rest in peace, centric raids. Uh, tier two, Mawile, Mischievous, Sneasel, Phoebus, and Alolan Executor. That resembles a normal tier two lineup, doesn't it? Sure does. Tier three, Gengar, Scyther, Machamp sharpedo alolan raichu tier four shift tree houndoom absol tyranitar alolan marowak i did one of those today Mm -hmm. and one of my friends that never raids ever he was like okay cool i'm gonna come with oh he got a shiny
0: oh my god of course Uh yeah he's like he's like
1: oh is it supposed to be blue i'm like it's actually darker he's like yeah but mine looks like this I'm like turn your phone back around (laughs) i I don't want to see that (laughs) and then in tier five we have the deoxys roulette what form will you get nobody knows but you're stuck with it whatever it is Uh, (laughs) but uh how do you guys feel about deoxys being in tier five raids after it's been what the only reason to do ex raids for the past like year
2: i feel <laughs> yeah. like that kind of devalues all of the work that everybody put into the ex raids but
1: yeah i've been thinking a lot about this what do you think they're because okay i don't blame them for putting in tier five rates, right but what is some way that they could have made ex raids more special so that when they did come to tier five rates, inevitably to catch everybody up because i like to do that
2: maybe like a special move shiny chance you know anything like that that kind of makes it more notable to do an ex raid i guess
1: yeah I was thinking the special move thing too. That makes the most sense.
0: I think I think the EX Raid was showing its major flaws with the Axis. People were able to overlook the EX Raid system mostly when it was Mewtwo because Mewtwo was so incredibly good Yeah, that it, it made sense that, hey, he's kind of harder to get than other Pokemon. And then we just dealt with... 10 or 11 months of the axis of which all except for one form was absolute trash. So I don't, I don't know how you make that feel good. Yeah. I don't even think
1: like a special move would make that feel good. Cause we would still feel left out, but uh, yeah, it's uh that's Removing a The EX system. That's how you do it. Yeah. Maybe, Just maybe stop. that would be good. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't really seen anybody in love with it. So uh Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to this last <laughs> part of the news here. It is, of course, the ending bumper we've been doing uh, for this month and the ending of last month, given what a whirlwind of events we're in the middle of. But of course, it's time for what year is it? The section. Uh, reminder, Deoxys leaves raids on Monday, September 16th. Regional Kanto Pokemon leave the 7k egg pool on Monday, September 23rd. So we've got an extra week on those. Turtwig Community Day is this Sunday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. Unova Pokemon are making some sort of appearance on Monday, September 16th. That's right around the corner. It's right when Deoxys leaves raids. And then, uh, if you're lucky enough to have been chosen and are able to make it to Safari Zone Montreal, that starts next Friday. Shiny Yanma. I'm very excited about that. More bugs, please. <laughs> And that's it. It's
0: time to move on to Gear Up. This week on Gear Up, we got a new name for the section that we've probably been covering for a while. Going to start calling it "How It's Shaping Up." And this week we're going to talk about Torterra because Turtwig Community Day is coming up. Woo! And as as we all know, Turtwig's going to get Frenzy Plant. Yay! I think. Yay! And we're going to find out. Fingers crossed. No, it it, it is a yay. That was, that was a that was a. That was fake because Torterra is actually good. Surprisingly, he's just a like one step below Venusaur once he gets Frenzy Plant. So with Frenzy Plant, Torterra is going to have the double grass moves razor leaf from Frenzy Plant, which is going to give him the second highest TDO of all grass types right behind Tangrowth and not that far behind either. Number three is, of course, Venusaur. Unfortunately, his DPS isn't going to be that great. It's 13.8 compared to Venusaur's 14.8. But the TDO helps make up for it. He's just a little bit bulkier than Venusaur is. The real thing that's holding Torterra back is that it can only learn Razor Leaf. And I think we've talked about it before. Razor Leaf, really good in PvP. Not so good for raids. Can confirm. It does a. It has really high DPS, but it has terrible energy generation. So, it's just it's just not good. <laughs> if if though Torterra ever somehow receives Vine Whip, he's going to dominate Grass types. He's going to be one of the best Grass types in the game. Pretty much forever. As it stands, it's he's he's just another Venusaur. So. If you like turtles like my girlfriend does, you'll probably be really excited to get your Torterra.
1: Turtwig is so cute, man. Yes. I know
0: people love Bulbasaur, but don't sleep on Turtwig. He's a bro. I Turtwig mean, is adorable, but he's got
1: a cutest little smile. Look at him. Torteras uh, I'll keep him as Turtwigs personally. I Torterra doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. So you're not excited for Torterra? I'm not excited for Torterra. I don't really li- the only thing okay the tree on his back bothers me <laughs> that's okay. it i th- I think grottle is really cool i think Turtwig is really cool both of them are really well designed i would even go so far as to say that torterra is pretty well designed as well i mean uh, the idea behind him is fantastic you know what i mean like he's got a whole ecosystem on his back and he's so big he can support like a tree and other life and stuff like that that's so neat it's just like i don't know to me like the it's he just seems so lopsided because the you know the tree is yeah. kind of weird,
0: but I wouldn't say that he's a poorly designed Pokemon. I just to me it, it's kind of but I think we can all agree that Grattel totally looks like the dinosaur from the Land Before Time. Spike it does, yeah. Oh, Spike, yes. there you go. Oh it looks man. exactly like him. Just looking yeah. at the animation right now. Oh man, I'm a huge Land Before Time
1: fan. So <laughs> thank you for you just gave me all the feels, man. Okay, cool. Are you excited about Torterra
0: all the same, though, Kyle? I mean, I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I actually don't have a frenzy plant Venusaur because, oh, I didn't play during the the Bulbasaur community day and I just completely spaced out on evolving one last December. So that gap's kind of been sitting there. It's not really been that big a deal for me, but it's it'll be nice to have something there now. Yeah.
1: Fingers crossed for this December. Maybe you can get your hands on one anyway. Uh, for Venusaur, that is. But Torterra will be a, a great substitute until then. Speaking of Turtwig, Grattle, and Torterra, Ness, what's the Pokalore lore for this week?
2: It's what you just said. It's Turtwig, the tiny leaf Pokemon, Grattle, the grove Pokemon, and Torterra, the continent Pokemon. So Turtwig is a small, light green quadruped Pokemon resembling a turtle or tortoise. Its eyes, feet, and lower jaw are yellow. Its body is covered by a brown shell that is composed of earth. The shell has a thick black stripe and a black rim. On a very healthy turtwig, the shell should feel moist. While you're feeling turtwigs, I'm not quite sure. (laughs) A small (laughs) seedling grows on a brown patch on its head. This seedling will wilt if the Pokemon becomes thirsty. As a plant-based Pokemon, turtwig usually nourishes itself through photosynthesis. It also drinks water, which hardens its soil-based shell. Due to its status as a starter Pokemon, a Wild Turtwig is hard to come by, and it is generally found under the ownership of trainers.
1: So you gotta steal it from somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Team Rocket.
2: Grottle is a quadruped Pokemon with light green skin and a large shell covering its back. The shell is composed of hardened soil and conforms to the shape of Grottle's body, extending from its forehead to the tip of its short tail. The shell appears sectioned and is yellow with three long, brown ridges atop it. There are two bush-like trees growing around the utmost ridges. Grottle's lower jaw is yellow and has triangular extensions on the cheeks, while its upper jaw has a hooked tip. Its feet are yellow and have three claws each. Grottle has the ability to sense where pure water wells up and will carry other Pokemon on its back to these sources.
1: Ooh, the dowsing rod of the Pokemon world.
2: Grottle lives in forests, but leaves during the day to allow more sunlight on its trees. Berries grow on the trees, attracting some species of Pokemon. In the anime, Grottle is seen to produce acorn-like nuts instead.
1: See, that's why you can't trust the anime. Just mass departures from reality.
2: Berries, acorns. Right. What a lie. Come on. Torterra is a tall and bulky quadruped Pokemon resembling a tortoise with a large shell covering its back. There's a single oak-like tree and three triangular stony extensions resembling mountain peaks on the top of the shell. There's a patch of brown resembling soil next to the tree. A white rim surrounds the shell and forms a diamond-shaped continuation on the front. Torterra's body appears sectioned, with the upper half being green and the lower half being brown. Its mouth is jagged, and at the end of its snout is a dark brown beak, giving it the appearance of a snapping turtle. Its lower jaw is green, and there are two large spikes protruding from its cheeks. Torterra's small red eyes are encircled by a black ring. Its legs are thick, and they have four toes each, which appear as if they are actually jagged stones. There are three toes on the front and one on the heel. Torterra's large and clean shell supports the lives of many small Pokemon, which occasionally gather and build their nests upon the shell. Some are born and spend their entire life there. How big is Torterra? <laughs> Torterra it
1: depends. I mean, did you see Detective Pikachu? No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, th- those were modified ones, but they were literally the size of, like, mountains. <laughs>
2: see, this is reminding me of, like, Last um, Airbender.
1: A little bit. With the Lion Turtle?
2: Yeah, the Lion yeah. Turtle. Yeah. With entire lives on it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Torterra Migrate in Search of Water, creating the illusion of moving forests. However, it is typically immobile. So its max CP is 2934, and stats-wise, it's okay. Um, It has an attack stat of 202, defense of 188, and a stamina of 216. The 216
1: stamina is like rank 54, I think, something like that. Yeah. Bulky guy.
2: So, you know, it's a tank, but not much you can do with those in this game. Best moveset is going to be Razor Leaf and Solar Beam until Frenzy Plant comes out.
1: I think Earthquake is also another uh, good option for him, but, you know, grass type. He's got ground typing, but let me
0: let me get that double grass. Let me see what that looks like. Earthquake is also like a terrible move. So, yes, which which goes.
1: That's just more to say what you were saying about, you know, him not having a great move pool. That Earthquake is like a suitable option,
0: you know? (laughs) I want to say that you talk about you, while you were reading that and you were saying that turtwig and grattle shell are composed of soil and like, it's supposed mm -hmm. to be like a hard soil. I'm like, dang Pokemon. You got to up your texture because I've been playing for, you know, been around turtwig for 12 years and I would never have guessed it was supposed to be soil. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was just like a hard shell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it looks like.
1: Hmm. The more, you know, and grow some plants in the back of your, your little Turtwig partner. Hmm. All right. Hey, let's do uh, the Pokepole then, now that we're past PokéLore lore there. I think I've learned enough about the Turtwig family for one week. to say. Forever. Forever. Until well, the I'm going to learn town. a lot more about them on the 15th, I mm, think. That's true. Yeah.
2: Last week's question was What generation five Pokemon are you looking forward to the most and why? So Julia says, Snivys, Snivis, my boy. Snivys. Snivy's my boy. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> starter ever since I oh, played. Oh, we're having
1: the Gen 1 or read all the Gen 5 names. Oh, goodness. Oh, we're not going to help her, Kyle. <laughs> okay. I'm going to sit f- down. <laughs> it's
2: my favorite starter ever since I played Pokemon White 2. I chose Snivy for every single playthrough. I don't get why everyone hates it because Snivy is my boy. Snivy is pretty
1: rad. Right. I don't Snivy's think everybody great. hates him. <laughs> Smugleaf, right? Wasn't that, the, wasn't that the original leaked name before they actually gave us his
0: name? Uh, Smug leaf. That sounds amazing, but I was not around <laughs> paying attention for that. It was glorious. Anyway.
2: Sarah says, all of them because I'm hashtag Gen 1 for life. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> I've never played the games or collected cards past Gen 1, as it should be. Pachirisu says, I love ponies, so adding more ponies to the game is fantastic. Blitzel and Zebstrika. <laughs> hey, that was, that was good. Was that right? Yeah. yeah okay, that's, Blitzel that's and Zeb, Zebstrika. Striker. And this adorable pic, because why not? I'm guessing they attached a picture. Oh,
1: yeah, it was a great photo with okay. it of, like, you know, all the all the horse Pokemon being okay. horse Pokemon.
2: Catherine says, I'm looking forward to all of them. It's going to be my first new generation while I'm fully entrenched in the game. And the idea of the day when suddenly there are all these new shadows is thrilling me. Mikey says, it's not likely to make an impact, but I'm really looking forward to Woobat and Swoobat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Swoobat. Yep. Yeah. I love their fluffy bat designs and their adorable heart noses. Speaking of which, they might also bring the move heart stamp with them. You
1: will Swoobad. love Bat and Swoobat. Yes, yes, you will. Woo, woo bat is just great. Great. Woo bat's great. Bat. great. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hi, Casper says, I love Deerling and the Sawsbook. I almost said Starbucks. <laughs> it does look like it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It sure does. Deerling and Sawsbuck, and I can't wait to see how they deal with the forms. Like, maybe they'll be somewhat common, but the forms in the wild change with the seasons. I'm also excited for Hydreigon. Hydreigon. <laughs> it's my favorite pseudo legendary. <laughs> what? Hydreigon. Hydra uh, Okay Hydragon. Hydreigon. Look.
1: You're close. You're close. You are very close. Okay. Yeah. You I would give you like a four out of five.
2: You okay. did really, really well. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. This week's Poke what item would you remove from the Pokemon Go game and why? Sauzbuck. <laughs> <Sauce bucket. laughs>
1: starbucks <laughs> <Look>.
0: uh, <laughs> Kyle, you want to tackle this first? Sure. Cool. I know you're not saying that just so you can think about your answer for a second. No, 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 no. no.
1: You know I always come to these things fully prepared. Well,
0: my my answer is going to be lures. Yeah. I think they are dead weight outside of events. I just I'm never going to bother using them. It's 30 minutes, and like I just don't care enough. Like it's not enough Mm -hmm. benefit for those 30 minutes.
1: They also seem kind of counterintuitive to the idea of getting up and going. You know, they inspire you to stay in a, in an area for a long period of time, 30 minutes to be exact. Like you said.
2: Yeah.
0: So
1: for me, I would love to stop getting low tier potions as a level 40 player (laughs) that like what I'm that's so
2: specific. I'm
1: not, no, seriously though. Like, uh, I think, I think item management would be so much easier if every once in a while I didn't have to dump 50 regular potions. Like just give me, Give me a hyper potion like they already have things set up that if you're under level 30, you see different spawns, you know, that pe- after you hit level 30, you you see standardized stuff with IVs and everything like that. Right. But prior to that, it's randomly rolled. So they have level gates for things that you can see or apply to you in the game. So why not? Hey, check for the level if you're over like level 30 or if you're like level 40 or even if you're like over level 20 or something like that. If it was going to give you a regular potion, just give them a super potion instead. <laughs> It's more appropriate to the scale of the HP that you actually have in your Pokemon.
0: I I can get behind that for regular potions to super potions only. Okay. Like, I think hyper
2: potions are still good.
0: Yeah, oh, well, super are. potions can be good too if you're doing like rocket stops and you're like starving yeah. yourself for stuff. Just regular potions after you're like level 15, they're just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dead weight. Like you said, man. Dead <laughs> weight.
2: I would like to get rid of nanabs. Nanab berries. Okay. Um, I seem to get them in like every gift, every Pokestop. <laughs> yes. I get nanab berries. I don't use it. I've used them maybe once or twice in the entire game. And I'm just dumping hundreds of them at any point in time. Like, I don't want your stupid bananas.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, you got to get your potassium from somewhere.
2: Nah, leafy greens but like Torterra. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: gonna eat off of my tortera's tree. I don't need bananas. Wait,
1: no, 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 no. We're 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 overlooking the real victim here. If we remove nanberries, no, 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 no. Tropius won't have facial hair anymore.
2: Uh, <laughs> He'll get rid of his beard. No, we can have don- a heart. Let's donate all of the nanabs to.
1: A Tropius like the banana, restore company.
2: The banana jersey, Tropius <laughs> <The bananagers>. wigs. <laughs> the It'll be fine.
1: Chris, so you won't have a hat, <laughs> she'll be bald. One simple change has so many far reaching consequences. I didn't know. <laughs> oh man, okay. Yes, thank you. You're, You're a welcome. gift. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well. If you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, what item would you remove from Pokemon Go and why, we're going to post it on Facebook and Twitter. You can answer there. Or if you're in our Discord because you're a supporting patron, you can also answer there. Or you could always, you know, send us an email.
2: Email. And speaking of, <laughs> Thanks, speaking <Kyle>. of
1: emails, <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. let's move on to the email section, shall we? We shall. Okay. This first one is from Chris. Hi, GoCasters. Hope you're all I
2: well. I just thought you wrote this yourself. Dear Chris. You're like, me. I was reading the
0: show notes. And <laughs> we I didn't have Chris. any
2: emails this week, so I'm going to write one to myself.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Although that's not a bad idea. Maybe okay. I'll do that. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> um, this one's from a Chris, a different Chris, not me. Dear Chris,
2: Chris love Chris. Yes,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Uh, hi, GoCasters. Hope you all are well. I don't know if you remember me. I mailed in a little while ago about gyms and gym control. It has not gotten better. If you remember, he was the one that was talking about people like, actually, yep. like there were fights over it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not being nice to each other. Um, today I was thinking about eggs. And with this latest egg event, uh, I have found a lack in 10Ks being around. This got me thinking, why can't we delete eggs? I have limited money to spend on games with a mortgage and other bits. It's not easy i love it if I could delete the ones that I don't want and incubate the ones I do. Same odds, just incubating the ones that I want. Thoughts? Although I did hatch a shiny Bonsley and made everyone jump, so there's that. Happy hunting, Chris. So what do you guys think? Why can't we delete eggs?
2: I feel like we've talked about this before.
1: We have, but it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know why we can't delete eggs. Oh, so. okay. It's I, that I, long. I, I want to delete eggs. <laughs> That's... That's it. Oh, we all want to
1: delete
0: eggs. Yeah. Hey, I think Kyle. Kyle's got the inside scoop of Niantic. Why? Why not? (laughs) Well, I don't know about inside scoop, but I actually I was just talking about it on one of the subreddits. I think it was the Silk Road with some people. And I mean, it, it really boils down to money. If you could delete eggs, Niantic would probably sell less incubators. Now, that's their logic. My logic is, if I could delete eggs, I would probably buy more incubators. But yeah, they know their numbers better than we do, obviously. Why
2: don't they have it so you can delete eggs and buy different eggs? Well, then, what they, if, then, then,
1: then what they if have I like could like buy ten k eggs, oh yeah, that that they would that that would be a pay to win situation. Kyle, we'll I agree with you 100%. I really do. Uh, I mean, this is definitely how they make their money. And not being able to delete things just will inspire some people that are frustrated. Like, I'm really inspired to get 10K eggs, but I have all these 5Ks. Like, you'll buy more incubators, I think, is they're thinking to burn through those than you would have getting those 10Ks. And then
2: so then what's those. the difference in selling eggs?
1: Well, if you sell eggs then somebody that has enough money, I guess they would still have to walk.
2: You can buy specifically what you want as opposed to buying the incubators to hatch specifically what you want.
0: I don't know. I, yeah, Kyle, no, I'm less convinced that that's a bad idea. <laughs> it, it, I think it's a fine line situation because mm. you are specifically buying... It's, it's the discussion also with the loot box thing. You're specifically buying something that can give you something you can argue is better than other ones. Okay. And it... It gives you an advantage over people who cannot buy those same X. Yeah, you mean like true.
2: Pokemon storage and item and storage? Well, that's a little
1: bit different because I mean, is it, it though? Yeah, because you will always have at least six slots, and that's all you need for anything.
2: But I mean, you with know? item storage, if you don't increase it, if you're staying at two hundred items, like good luck playing this game. Yeah, but you difficult.
0: can. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. Is like. You you the two hundred items will not stop you from playing.
2: Yeah, but neither will buying eggs.
0: No, you but it gives you, get, you a, like you a, a can... statistic like a statistical advantage yeah. over someone else. Yeah, it'll doesn't. give you I think you that's a big difference. Whereas With
1: the nice the leveling playing field is that everybody has the same either, you know,
0: great or cruddy chance of getting a ten keg when they spin a stop. Eh. You know what I mean? Whereas eh. like increasing your storage, that's a quality of life improvement yeah. that you're you're paying for.
2: I would argue that eggs are also a quality of life improvement. You're <laughs> not I, you're
1: not gonna get me Kyle, on. This one. I knew we were missing okay. a perspective because we were just <laughs> that's, we that's were just serious. agreeing with each
0: other like when um, we talked about this last I, I think <laughs> I think people who are trying to hatch a gibble would would argue with you on that one, Ness. But I think the people I, I that, that are trying to hatch
1: from. gibbles are too tired to argue with anybody.
0: <laughs> you wanna read the
1: next email, Ness?
2: Sure. So this one's from Katherine. Hello, GoCast crew. I hope you are enjoying the surprise revisit of GoFest Bonds this week. I wanted to write about an experience that I've been having both last week and this week at 5-star rates. The majority of our hardcore players only rated some of the dogs and even fewer are rating Deoxys. It's understandable that they want to save passes for something they really want next week rather than their 12th useless noodley man. <laughs> But one of the side effects is that I really appreciate that you said noodly man. That's awesome. But one of the side effects is that the people who are playing are lower level accounts who are excited about the limited time content and who haven't ever experienced them before. I have no doubt that these people or people like them are in the crowds that I see on regular raids, but they are easier to overlook. It's given me and a few other players in our community a chance to help teach them how to throw, how to bury. A lot of them don't know you have to use a golden raz every time and that Nanabs aren't going to help them with Legendary. See? Nanabs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not
2: helpful. Yeah. I make a deal with them. They have to throw the first half of the balls they get, and if they never caught that raid boss before, I'll catch or try to with the remaining balls. While I'm catching, they watch, and I explain what I'm doing and tell them about trainer tips and how to throw a curveball YouTube video.
1: Oh, that's the one that I used to learn, too.
2: hmm I think we all used the trainer tips how to throw a curveball YouTube mm-hmm. video <laughs> way back in the day. Maybe I'm not catching exciting raid bosses, but I'm getting a lot out of the joy of level 17 or 23 players who have caught their first Deoxys, and I think they will come to more raids and get better rather than be discouraged after they fail to catch a dozen legendaries and no one notices them struggling. Hmm. I think that's really nice.
1: Yeah, I think that that's really kind of you to do. Because uh, there's definitely a lot of people that just don't have the patience for that, so... Right. Kudos to you for taking the time to bring everybody with.
2: I think we don't really realize that kind of player at raids... Nowadays, I mean, especially with like you doing 500 raids of summer and grinding so hard going raid to raid to raid. Do you actually notice the players that are struggling?
1: I was actually going to say, I think I notice it more often than not because I'm doing a lot more lower tier raids than I would have otherwise. Mm -hmm. And the people that are doing those raids, like, you know, if I'm out on a a walk at lunch and I walk over to do like a dust skull or something, there will be like uh, a family that's walking, uh, hanging out in the area and like one of the kids is playing on their phone. Right. And, and he's raiding or something like that. Or there's level 23 and it's like an adult who's also there in his lunch break. Yeah. It's, it's interesting the sort of people that kind of come out of the woodwork like that. But yeah, if you are only sticking to like tier five raids or something like that, then you're not really going to see those people because they're still leveling up and doing tier one through threes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So quite the opposite, I think, for me. OK. Yeah. Kyle, what do you think? How has your rating experience been? Have you ever encountered
0: a brand new player and had to explain something? I don't think so, but I have encountered players who might not like they don't quite know what they're talking about or they're talking about something and have poor information. Right. And the few times that I've, <laughs> I've tried to I've tried to help give the proper information, they look at me like I'm um, crazy <laughs> and then don't want the help so i'm like okay i guess i guess i'm not a very approachable person oh no because yeah oh, no so i just kind of i just kind of stay quiet when i do raids because yeah my experiences are different
1: okay so this kind of begs an interesting question to me for me at what point should you just mind your own business you know like what are you what what is uh, what is an appropriate level of being like, Hey, I can help you. And this is how you do it. I mean, like, do you kind of gauge off the reaction of the person, their body language, you know, like uh, this is, this is kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier about that whole, like being courteous to people around you sort of thing. Like, yes, maybe something's do. Cause there's a difference between what Catherine's describing where she's helping somebody and you know, that they were interested, they, they wanted her help. And she's like, absolutely. And, and here's how I learned, you know, sort of thing like that's, that's constructive. And there's, you know, somebody else that's in the raid being like, who brought shelter to this five-star rate and just starts yelling at people and tell them they're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like where there's a difference there. Right.
2: I think yeah. it's okay to ask, you know, if you see somebody struggling or if they look like a newer player, you know, you notice the Pokemon's newer, um, you catch yours, you see they, you know, still throwing, still throwing saying like, Hey, you need some help or, you know, this is a really hard Pokemon to catch, but I found if you do this, it's a lot easier. I think it's the people that just kind of bulldoze their way through that. That tends to be a lot, a lot more off putting. And I know Chris and I experienced that at GoFest quite a bit this past year, too. I guess Chris, Kyle and myself all did that where we, we met a couple of players that were angry, angry about being right.
1: Yes. I, I, yeah.
2: yeah. So, you know, just <laughs> leave room to be open to change and to tips and tricks, because who doesn't like getting tips and tricks to make the game easier?
1: That's true, and if you're the sort of person that's willing to administer said tips or tricks, I think that it would be wise to just you know kind of go into the situations and, and you know, gauge the the temperature of the water, as it were. Be
2: humble; you are all new at one point in time.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. some of us are level forty and still feel like they're new.
2: Not me, though. I was born level forty. I was born level forty. True. She Disregard all previous. She's episodes. like, look,
1: I'm going for forty times two now. Like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you, Catherine, for that. That, that, that was wonderful. Uh, and our last email, I'm going to kind of shorten it up here, but it is talking about something funny that happened this past week. We didn't talk about it in the news because it was kind of a bug. Uh, but Julia sent us an email about uh, Turtwig being in the shadow uh, and you're nearby even after you you have caught him and such. Uh, This past week, new Shadow Pokemon were added to the Team Rocket stops, including like Larvitar and Turtwig. By the way, guess who got to Shadow Larvitar this week? Who? Who? Yes, me. I did. I'm very excited. (laughs) Um, Thank you for asking the question. Um, But Turtwig was added, and right as Turtwig was added to Team Rocket stops, he started showing up as a silhouette, as like an unregistered Pokemon in people's nearby and I was actually out on a walk when this happened. It was at like one o'clock or something like Just
2: that. Just a silhouette of a man.
1: Yes, yes, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I was like really excited because I know in the code there's there's you know fall variations for for like I think Turtwig. I think the the Hoenn starters right is like a, a fall something. And I was like, oh, maybe this is the fall version. It's weird that this is so early. I mean, it's not, you know, summer's not even over yet, but I'm not complaining. I walked over there and you click on the turtwig. And what it does is it makes your screen all white. And then you look really close. And it looks like you're looking down on a turtwig from like 50 stories up. And you're like, (laughs) what's going on there? You can't click on anything. You can't drop a Pokeball. Nothing. You have to shut the app down. Oh, (laughs) restart it. It's not a good situation.
2: They're just like, oh, look at that. All the way over there. Oh, it's like, oh, the it's the giant bug, except you are the giant this time. It's oh, the giant's no. view.
1: <laughs> you just what? changed perspective right. of the bug.
2: Right. Oh, no. When the when you used to become a giant when you are walking around on screen, <laughs> now you actually got to be the giant. And then your
1: camera would lock, so you just see your feet just boom, 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 boom.
2: You just became the titan. <laughs> the titan oh. of the Pokemon world.
1: Oh. Yeah, so anyway, Julius, yes, that was a bug. Uh, it was pretty pretty strange if you guys are also fooled like me about the fall <laughs> version don't worry you weren't alone i also ran to the nearest stop and checked
2: i don't understand you but then again you are quite small <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it was it was odd but whatever what's what's life without a few bugs right
2: it's not a bug it's a feature
1: exactly yeah exactly <laughs> and so is the end of this show before we wrap it up here and we do goals and stuff like that i do want to remind you guys um, that you can help out our show uh, non-monetarily free of charge. All it will cost you is a few minutes to so leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you might find us. You can also send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Visit our website, gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the GoCast Podcast. And then if you'd like to help support our show and have access to our patron exclusive discord for as little as $1 a month, you can visit, our Patreon, that's patreo com forward slash Podcast, uh, And we we definitely do for a certain tier these postcard things. Mm-hmm. We send up postcards to everybody at that tier and above once a month. And we've had some complications with it. And so I was like, how can I make it so that this is worth it and everybody's on board? And thanks to a listener of the show and friend of ours, uh, Legendary Moo... <laughs> we're gonna do a five postcard series maybe it's actually five maybe it's not five you'll never know uh i'm very excited i'm not gonna tell you guys more than that you'll just have to wait and see if this applies to you so then let's dig into goals for next week
0: all right mr kyle what are you looking to do okay well <laughs> reminder especially for you chris that we have Turtwig community day oh that's right I so did you need a shiny goal yes so my shiny goal is going to be six because i want six that's what i like to stick with because it's reasonable Um, (laughs) he's a man of habit fair enough (laughs) (laughs) i would like to finish up these pvp friendships the last one is exactly seven days so hopefully they keep sending gifts keep opening mine and then i should be all pvp ready for our discord this month All right
1: yes because we we are holding a custom cup that has yet to be announced uh, at the end of this month. And I'm very excited about it. So you'll be. Yeah, that definitely. You'll be there. That's more than seven days away. I
2: hope you announce all of the alternate names that I came up with for that cup. By <laughs> the way. <laughs> <For that cup>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we did have a very lengthy conversation in the kitchen about it last night. Because I could not think of anything. Nest to the rescue I had again. some good ones. She did. It was great. Uh, anything else besides six shiny turtwig and those PvP friendships. for that last one, I suppose. I'd
0: like to get. Three hundred fifty thousand Stardust. <laughs> with this uh community day coming up. So Okay. That's my That's goal.
1: right. We didn't mention at the top. It is triple catch stardust, isn't it? It is. So awesome. Okay. Cool. Anything else?
0: That's nope, a lot that's, already. That's so. all for me.
1: Okay. For me, let's see. I'm gonna do 10 shiny turtwig, because that's what I do every time. More than 10. Uh mm. yes. Thank you. Let me just ten shove more. that sign over here. It's 10 or greater. Let's do that. Um Greater than or equal to ten.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: really flexing my seventh grade math right there. Woo hoo! All righty. In addition to that, I also want to get. I don't want to get three hundred and fifty thousand. I'm going to do three hundred thousand stardust.
2: Oh, low balling oh, it. Okay.
1: Okay. okay. Look, my I'm if I'm being very realistic with myself, which I haven't been in the past when it comes to goals. So I guess why start now? But anyway, um, I I really have to hit these raids hard this yeah, this that's week true. i don't want it to come down to the last day i really want to be done a few days ahead of time which is the reason why you know i did 16 yesterday 12 today it's mm-hmm. like i don't want it to be stressful i want it to be fun sure so 300 stardust i'm not really focusing on stardust as much okay cool and then i would love to be down to less than 25 raids left in 500 raids a summer that's like 50 ish from now so 50 raids next week doable We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Okay, Ness, uh, your turn.
2: Yep. So I'm actually not going to set any goals this week. Um, So this is going to be my last show on GoCast podcast. Um, I haven't been around probably as much as I would have liked to be. Because work and life things come up. Um, So I have some other things that I'm going to focus on. But don't worry. If Chris says anything clever, it's because he talked to me first. So I'll still be around. (laughs) There's one last dig before you go. Oh, man. (laughs) But I'll be around. Um, I'll still be playing a little bit, just not as much. Um, Very, very casually playing. Still sending gifts every once in a while. Um, But I won't be on the show. So thank everybody for being as awesome as you've been. Um, all of our Discord folks, and all of the great conversations and friends that we've made along the way. Um, It's been a really good 62 episodes. And thank you, Chris and Kyle, for being really awesome hosts to work with as well. I mean, I didn't have a choice with Chris, but Kyle, thanks for being here.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Ness. (laughs) It was a pleasure. (laughs) And Uh, who
2: knows, maybe I'll be on at random
1: yeah i mean this you're always welcome back on whenever you whenever you want to pop back on. so uh <laughs> that's cool that'd be that'd be cool to have you back whenever yeah. um i was gonna say we're gonna miss you but we're married and we live together so i'll <sighs> see you every day sure so yeah. um but uh, as i speak i, I guess i could speak for everyone and say that we'll, we'll miss you well thanks Yep. Yeah. all right cool Thanks guys so much for listening. You know what? I, I didn't mention at the top of the show, but if you listen to the end here, let me just combat that kind of sad news mm-hmm. with some, with some good news. Yep. I am sitting down with Zoe two dots tomorrow to have an yeah. interview. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. She did get to go to all of the go Fest, So I'm really excited to talk to her about comparing them and her experiences and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It'll be fun. So thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 62. Thank you Ness for recording 62 episodes with us.
2: Absolutely. Well, However many less the ones that I, that one, <laughs> I didn't do.
1: I do enough math as it is, I there don't you want know to do anymore.
2: <laughs> we'll just round up to sixty-two. <laughs> Let's
1: just say sixty-two. Whatever whatever. Um and we'll see you guys next week for episode sixty-three. There'll be an interview in between there, most likely. Ooh. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
2: Bye.
0: Bye.